Hello, welcome back to the Fruit for Thought podcast. On today's episode, we have a really interesting conversation with our good friend, Maura Kennan. Let's get into it. Maura, welcome! Thank you guys for having me. This is great. Would you give us like an introduction about who you are and tell us about Days and Crazed, what it is, and like kind of how you got to your place right now? My name is Maura Kennan. I am 15 years old, almost 16. I make and sell clothes under the name Days and Crazed. And I mostly, mostly what that means is I design graphics and then I screen print them onto clothes. Hopefully in the next collection and collections to come, there's going to be more like construction of like garments and um, that kind of stuff. So that's what I do. So kind of like looking deeper into it, when did you know you wanted to start Days and Crates? Like what kind of sparked that instant want to start this brand? Um, I think that I, I was always like super into clothes, even when I was like a kid. Um, like I would always dress really weird and I was always really interested in like art and I was a huge drawer, am still huge drawer. And I, I wanted to do something that was kind of a good middle point between like clothes and art but I started actually I did my my friend came over last year and she had a pair of pants and she knew that I you know was was into drawing was into making art and she told she said like can you paint on these and I was like I was like oh my god (laughs) really (laughs) I'm like I basically spent, I spent like seven to eight hours just like doing it. And I, and she was one of my really good friends. And so I, I wanted, I knew that I wanted to like incorporate like her personality and like her, what she liked, what she disliked and like make some cool designs. And so, and so I did that. And then I was kind of like, I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm a Gen Z person. So whenever I create something, whenever I think something is cool, like my first thought is like oh my gosh let's post this or let's share this so I was like oh maybe I should like you know I've never spent eight hours straight on something (laughs) in my life really um like maybe I should like I want to do this again and so my friend was like you should like ask if other people want this you should like post this and be like I'm doing, like, bring me your jeans, blah, blah, blah. And so it started from that. And a few people that I didn't even, like, know, like, responded. And and, and I made a few friends like that. Um, and I was a freshman, so I was, like, you know, didn't know that many people. And um, I, made, I made friends. And I made friends through that. And then I – it was kind of successful, I guess. Um, and I was, like, I can't – do this I can't make a lot of these in like a a short time and um the other thing I know how to do is to screen print and I can make I can make a lot of those so that's what yeah that's what I decided to do so that's so cool hearing that and for me like 
hearing eight hours on something like obviously that's a lot of time so i'm curious to know hey you've been working on this for a while so i think to stay passionate about something i think i'm just curious is there a deeper meaning that clothing or maybe just like art or even specifically screen printing has held for you since you've been alive or whatever that you think has been able to like fuel your passion like something that makes you so interested in it because it if it like represented something for you or maybe not but yeah um that's that is smart um yeah I think like definitely I I think people need like an outlet especially when like terrible things happen to them especially when trauma happens to them and I think the way that I process like everything in my life is through creating and I don't think that that's ever going to change like it hasn't ever changed and so that's kind of like I guess you could call it a passion but it's more like I just it it is what I like to do and um it helps me to like function I guess and the other thing is that like I would not have the same passion and I would not have the same like drive that I do if people didn't like support it you know what I mean so like even if I feel like and there are times that I like I'm a creative person there are so many times where I feel like I suck at this and I don't know I have no inspiration I don't know what I'm doing everything I'm making is horrible but I know that there are people that like my stuff I know that there are people that buy my stuff and and that is that is like what keeps me going when there's nothing else you know and that is what keeps me from second guessing myself or reading too much into art, my art and stuff like that. So I think that's also like just what keeps me passionate about it. Right. And I mean, that makes complete sense. And you talk a lot about like people, how your brand kind of is like, is people like you make these clothes to ignite some emotion or to like help someone through and like being confident in your skin. And so like, how does it, this is just like a kind of curiosity, like intrigued question. How does it feel when you like see people walking down the street or like people <laughs> posting their story, like wearing your clothes? Like, what is that like? First of all, that that's so true. Yeah. Like I, I think that like the part, like part of the reason that I um, like love art and like creating and clothes is that um, it, there's a purpose, like there's a, like there's always going to be a, a something that I need to get out and I was thinking about this the other day like every artist whether it's musical whether it's clothes whether it's whatever like they have this reason that they need to say they have something that they need to say and something that they need to get out and communicate and share and that's always going to be there and that's always going to be more or less the same message and and whether that came from their childhood or or something awful or something wonderful that happened to them like it's there it's always going to be that underlying thing and I don't think that people can actually make art that's not about that so like all my art is going to be about me and and the the personal like truths that I have 
and um, when like yeah and all my art is political and about people and about personality because it's going to be worn by people that are political and that have personalities and so yeah when I see someone that's wearing my art I and mean, it doesn't happen that often yet but it <laughs> when it does happen and now when it happens on zoom it's like so <laughs> it's so it's so cool like it's so i i can't even describe how it feels it feels so like weirdly personal and um and even that like not even just like the feeling of like oh my gosh like they're wearing this thing that i created in my mind like just the fact that like they're wearing it and like everyone that they are interacting with in their day is being exposed to it. And like, they chose that. I don't know, it's like so weird, but it's like so, I don't know. I just, I love it, I love it, so. <laughs> Time for the fruit taste test. So I am not sure, my mom usually buys Fuji apples. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing this is a Fuji apple, but I didn't look at the tag. And it's a little, it's getting a little brown because I've had it out for, no, it's, it's not that bad. Um, because we've had it out for like 40 minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> My apple is a sugar bee apple. Okay. It is a new hybrid, like very new, like last year. Um, okay. Super crunchy, crispy, really sweet and like juicy. But you have it's so, it it's like, <laughs> I've eaten all this. You just know. Right. I don't know if I look right. I just know. I can just tell. <laughs> and not that this matters, but like the skin is really shiny. Mm. I just feel like that makes sense. That does matter. <laughs> okay. Just okay, so this okay, I'm pretty sure that this is actually a hand-picked apple. Um and it seems to be a bit like mealy, kind of mealy. Oh. Um, but it smells smells really sweet so that's kind of like a catch-22 i don't know like what what that like net is gonna come out to but yeah i'm excited to try it okay all right wait wait more go close to your mic okay like this it's like in my ears oh jesus okay ready okay. one two oh that's awful mm. Mm -hmm. oh, my oh my god, that's so bad. Yeah. Wait, what? No, no, this is good. I can definitely oh, get like an apple-y taste. That's very good. It's good? What would you rate it? Oh, um, probably like a, like a six. I'm not like, I'm not seven. really into apples as like a fruit. But and also this is like kind of mealy. Um, but it's it's sweet. It's sweet. Um, so I would say like a six. So it's mealy but sweet. Mealy but sweet. Yeah. Kind of what you thought. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Clem, what's your rating? Or all right on sugar B. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, okay. I would say that everything I said was correct. Um, skin is really shiny. I don't know why I'm so attached to that. I would, th I'd say I'd rate mine like a nine out of ten. Oh wow! wow. It's like really good? hot. It's really it, good. It's like, really crispy. <laughs> you're obsessed with it. Oh yeah. Like, what about what like, about compared to Eliza's apples? 
No, so much better than Eliza's Oh my apples. god. Sorry, Eliza, if you're listening to this, I love you. you guys but... put um, oh. you guys put like 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 lemon juice on them, because that's supposed to be jested. No, no. Hold on. Oh, what? I thought you did. Okay. Jess, how's your apple? <laughs> your mouth is full. Okay. I was like, okay, it's gonna be sitting out. I want to put lemon juice on right. it. Um. And I took a lemon out of the fridge before, but then I didn't realize where I put the lemon, so I didn't end up putting juice on it. Classic. But, oh, I want to give my rating. Okay. <laughs> my apple was really good. Really sweet. It wasn't mealy. Well, it wasn't mealy, but it wasn't 100% not mealy. Maybe like 2 to 3% mealy. Right. It wasn't mealy, but it wasn't not mealy. Exactly. And it, but it was pretty crisp. So I think I'd give it an 8.5. Oh my god. Well, maybe an eight. I don't like it has room for improvement, but honestly not that much room for improvement. My, like mine Pretty sucks, good. huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. I don't I don't even like apples that much. Maybe that's like right. I'm looking that's through rose colored glasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, thanks you guys for this apple thank tasting you. and we'll go back to the episode. We are now going back to our conversation with Maura, where she shares more about how personality, aesthetics, and social media can impact fashion. Exactly. Like, I, I think that, like, no matter how hard I try to, like, do something different, like, my perspective, it's always going to be colored by, like, what I think is important and, like, what I think needs to be, like, shared or, like, created. And, like, that's, I can't get out of that. And that's like kind of beautiful, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's that's more than beautiful. I love that. Is there what have been your like messages that you feel like you need to get out or that not you feel like but you do need to get out over the past um collections or recent things you've done? Um that's such a good question. I try to under like I try to I feel like I know mostly but sometimes I just don't even realize until later or but I think some of the big ones is femininity and a three-dimensional view of women and women's bodies um and that's just I think from growing up as a woman and growing up with a body (laughs) and um like my experience in in this like culture and um so I think that that is a big theme so right and so I think that I really from what you just said I really took apart like the femininity and kind of like culture of clothing I think is something that is like really talked about in like the media but really not talked about enough but it's becoming this like more popular thing kind of like taking apart um like what is stereotypically like a female like garb or whatever is like just it's just not being viewed as that anymore but along with that comes like the like more polarizing view of like women like wear these things you know so there's just this like really polarizing view um so with it comes like this new idea but with it comes this opposite idea so how do you kind of feel like how do you feel about this like direction that like the fashion industry and like fashion with culture and like gender how do you feel that that's like going yeah that's 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 a loaded question yeah i (laughs) i i think yeah a big thing that i'm interested in when i'm creating clothes 
when I'm creating designs. My port, my AP art portfolio this year was looking at the female body and its its silhouette in and and how it's marketed through fashion. So um, yeah, I think like it's really interesting and like I'm totally a part of this like movement that's like can like looking at like what parts and what aspects of the female body um are marketed and uh like through clothing so like you know like a skin tight dress or cinching or like the length of something the length of a strap the length of whatever like how how is that sold how is that marketed how did how is that consumed and um or you know i i I just think like the opportunities that you have like and like you get to choose you get to choose whatever you wear however you look um and yeah i just i think it's really cool to maybe like take a look at like highlighting different parts of women's bodies that never ever get highlighted and like what does that look like and to highlight different parts of men's bodies that never get looked at and like what does that look like and like what kind of silhouettes does that mean and that kind of stuff so yeah yeah and I think it's also like there's barriers between like gender about like what's accepted for people of different genders to wear but also I think even within just like body type I know I felt like even just like going on Pinterest being like oh like what do you get in that space you're like I'm gonna go change my closet or whatever (laughs) and being like I see what the aesthetic or whatever Mm -hmm. to not to whatever Yeah, yeah um but it's hard. Like, I know for me, like, I've gone into through those phases where I'm like, okay, I want to, I want to have this kind of aesthetic going. Or, yeah. Um, but then like going and looking online, you don't see someone that looks like that has the similar body shape or silhouette, whatever, as mm-hmm. you. And it's not even, it's also just like in our minds, we're so like programmed to view like when it doesn't fit into the, what's like normalized or accepted it's not even quite obvious. It just like, we have this like dislike for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And I think that like, even just like aesthetics is such a like slippery slope, you know, in terms of like, like I, for one, I love aesthetics, but I am anti-aesthetic, <laughs> which is weird to say. I I think that it's really fun and it's really interesting to look at your taste and what makes you you um but i i don't know this is like a hot take i guess i hate aesthetics and i think it's like tiktok has totally perpetuated this of like e-girl e-boy soft girl bruh girl i don't even know the other types (laughs) but like indie girl um whatever whatever in my opinion it is a it is another way to classify yourself and when you join or when you become a part of this this sort of group this aesthetic your personal taste is lost and and your what you your personal opinions can start to be colored by what you what you 
you know, what other people are doing and you want to be like other people. And like, I'm not against like, like liking those things or like, like wanting to, you know, like, like incorporate those things into your personality. But like, I think that there's totally like, you can totally let it overtake you and you can totally not, um, you can totally lose yourself and, and your own taste and what you want to say. And so I have tried really hard to reject like an aesthetic or like, you know, some sort of thing like that. And it's so hard. It's so hard not to be like, I don't have this zebra printed jacket. I don't have these like Doc Martens. Like I'm not cool. I'm not whatever. I'm not like, um, you know, so I think that like those things are so programmed into us and like, I'm just like, I think it's really important to like just examine yourself and like what you like and figure out who you are before you like put yourself into one of those things, I guess. Okay. That was like so well said. I could not agree with you more. I mean, honestly, like, okay. So a few months ago, Jess and I were texting and then we were like, what is your like, I don't know if you remember this, Jess. We're like, what is your like aesthetic, right? And so then I like started sending all these Pinterest things, but they were like so mixed. And then I was like, well, why do I feel this need to like classify myself? And I feel like- No, like, li- like I think that like also it comes back to this like thing that like women are taught are told that like, if, if you like, like you can either be like a badass or you can be like a super softy or like you can either be like goth or you can be like, like a soft, like, like, like you can't, you can't, have both for some reason like you can't you can't like be into like, like like you're a tomboy if you're into sports but if you're into sports and you're this whole thing you can't also be into this other thing like I think it's like and it's just like you know it's like all these constructs that we have gender all this stuff and it's like why like why why do we need this why are we told that we can only have one personality aesthetic and it has to make sense. Like, you don't know. I'm, I'm not countering. Like, I agree with all that, but I think, like, when we think about why, I think it's easy to be in a group, you know, like, at yeah. school. It's, like, it can sometimes feel, like, weird to have, like, a set friend group and it can feel, like, gross and, like, I don't know. But I think it it's, like, comfortable. So I think that people are... They want to be comfortable. They want to feel like included. But also I think it's hard because I think we like critique, especially girls, I think for like liking anything. And obviously you're not, I don't, you're not doing this obviously. Um, but I think when people in the past have hated on aesthetics, they're not hating on like the system of it and like what you're saying, which I think is totally valid. And like, I agree with all that, but I think it's people hate on the people that are part of, like, I'm thinking about Visco girls, and there's nothing, like, inherently wrong with Visco girls, like, no, and it's, whatever. I think another thing is really important is, like, it's not, if you are a Visco girl, that's not who you are, Mm. you know what I mean, it's not, like, this is you, it's always gonna be you, you're always gonna dress like this, you're always gonna look like this, and if you are a Visco girl and a indie girl, that's not, that doesn't work, 
or like that doesn't make sense like being a visco girl there's nothing bad there's nothing good it's just like what is that like you you have this random water bottle like i don't like it's not a personality right and so with this like popularization of tiktok um i feel like a lot of teens are like having this same like feeling like what am i and so like how does your brand like stray from that like you've talked about like just taking yourself out of this like aesthetic and just like being yourself and like how does your brand like actively work to like accomplish that that's a good that's a good question um I I guess my brand is me (laughs) like that's kind of like the thing it's like my brand is like what I think is cool but not even what I think is cool like like, like, my drawings are, like, from my perspective. I make designs that have a meaning, um, that have a perspective. And that's kind of, like, it. And and it's kind of, like, it's, like, a perspective on, like, my life and, like, living where I live, doing what I do, thinking about what I think about, um... And, like, so I think that is kind of, like, it's always going to be evolving. It's always going to be changing. But, yeah, it's so hard to to create something to try not to be something else, you know? It's so much easier to create something trying to be one thing. I guess, do you know, you know just like, does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think that if you weren't raised in Seattle or if you grew up with like a different family or if you grew up with like a different like income like household income like or whatever do you think that if your upbringing was like different drastically different do you think you would have started this brand oh my god uh I think that there are definitely circumstances that if they were different from my life or my upbringing that I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start a brand. For instance, um, my parents are both very, um, I, I guess you could say artistic. Like my mom is a very DIY person. She grew up really poor. Um, we are, I, I grew up on the lower side of middle class. Um, and she has always been a do-it-yourself type of person, fix-it-yourself, um, make-it-yourself, and so that is one of the things that definitely influenced me doing that, um, and she also taught me how to sew at a really young age. She taught me screen printing, um, and so that, that is something that definitely influenced um me starting my own brand uh and I don't know if that if that like if if I would or if I were to have like a completely different like like figure and like inspiration that that probably would have dictated it but my dad also is a professional actor and so he he is very artistic he throws himself into his work and I grew up watching him on the stage, 
watching him be so committed and like so just like the most like the hardest worker that I know and um so that also is like uh an influence on me so my parents if my parents were different I think it it definitely would be a different story um but also like I am a creative person and I've always been a creative person so I think that if it wasn't like starting my own brand I think it would be I, I definitely would be creating definitely if I was the same person, you know, if my soul was the same, I would be creative. <laughs> All of that was so fun to hear. So now we want you to tell us about what's coming up next. Tell us about what you're working on and what we should be getting excited for. Okay, so there is a collection coming soon and it is going to be out uh, January. February um and I can't talk too much about it but I will show you guys okay so this is a painting and then the design is going to be based on the painting oh my god wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute okay <laughs> so the design is this and it says uh, do I want to say mm. <laughs> Don't say it if you don't yeah. want everyone else If to If you it. want, you can say it, but then we can put like a beep. <laughs> it says, and it's just kind of like a, a like a simple, mm -hmm. um, like, like scenario, but it's sort of looking at like what is inside a person and like where their soul is and where their personality is and, and their home. And so this is the design for the new collection. And um, there's also going to be a few tops that are going to be handmade by me. And there's also going to be tote bags that are gonna be printed on. And there's also going to be beanies. Oh my God. And wow. All right, you've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maura, that was amazing. We really got to see um, you. And that was just like so inspiring. And it was also like really nice to just like talk about stuff because I kind of feel like we talked about a lot of issues that like I don't really talk about like yeah, every day and it was nice to be able to have this. It was so nice to talk to you guys and just like catch up and this is so cool and, and like amazing. Um, so thank you guys for having me. Of course. Yeah. Okay. See you soon. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, we, got, we will see everyone Bye. next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our conversation with Maura. We hope you enjoyed it. To keep up with what Mora is doing, you can follow the Dazed and Crazed Instagram account at Dazed and Crazed, and the username is spelled D-A-Z-E-D-A-N-D-C-R-A-Z-E-D-D. If you would like to come on the podcast or you know of someone that you think would be good for coming on the podcast, please contact us. You can DM us at fruitforthoughtpod on Instagram or you can email us at fruitforthoughtpod at gmail.com and that is spelled with the number four as opposed to the word four. We'll see you next Saturday. <laughs>